We're live. We're live. We're live. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm one of your hosts, Paul. And tonight's episode is a very special episode. We are joined by the lovely team podcast, Charlotte. Um, like I say, she's recovering after a victory after Sunday. I do, do, <laughs> do, I do let her have that one. Um, and we have a very mystical and magical uh, guest tonight. We have the lovely Holly, um, who has joined us all the way from the, the big... Uh, so I would say describe the, over the, the Atlantic Ocean. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania, yes. So, uh, and, the, the mountains. And, and, and our first ever American on the Nerdy Up North podcast. So we are very oh. northern today. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Um, so this week's episode, like I know me and Holly's been chatting for a while and she was very amazingly joined uh, the our nerdy up north group uh, a few months ago it's been it's been a while since you've been been with one of the, the cult members now um <laughs> like you shared a lot of great and amazing artwork but uh holly wanted to share with us today as well uh, she does have a, a kickstarter going uh, so before we start uh, getting grilling holly and uh, <laughs> getting a bit more information so if you having if you, fun yes if, if you would like to tell us a little bit about that and i'll put the little the image up about what it's about there as well uh. oh okay also you know i never asked you about my lighting can you see me okay yes and you come in on the video you really are i wasn't sure and then i just uh, was like oh i forgot to ask um yeah so i'm doing a kickstarter i i think this is um into the second week mm-hmm. and i was lucky enough to obtain the rights to create t-shirts art prints and pins of vampirella mm-hmm. which is a comic book that i was deeply madly in love with as a teenager in mm-hmm. the 70s and um so when I read the contract and I saw the word pin, I, you know, you could think of badges, mm-hmm. but I thought, oh my gosh, why not an enamel pin? Why yeah. not the biggest, most glorious enamel pin <laughs> I could design? <laughs> so I had um, two pieces of art that they had used um, to, for cover art. I, I, I could grab the cover. Oh, just, where, yeah. Hold on. Do you have it? Or do no, I, no, I, I, just, I, I had the image of your, of the image that you sent us for the, the Kickstarter with the amazing pin. Uh, it all had in the background. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where where I reach back and mm-hmm. I have like everything here. Mm-hmm. This is like we call this the Hawaiian room, but I also paint in here. Oh, but this was the design that I did. Wow. Yeah. For and it was a, um, a tribute to Nagel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the artist who was big in the 80s, Paul, who <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> did the cover of Duran Duran's Rio. Yeah. But I like Duran Duran since Planet Earth, so there. <laughs> Before they um, took off and got big there. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I had two pieces of art. That was um, the other oh, one. But this is, is the beautiful. black and white version. <sighs> And um, and then uh, here's the color version on a T-shirt. Whoa, nope. it's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Now, Carolyn, would, oh, Carolyn would lose a mind over it. Carolyn's a huge fan. 
Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, really? And mm -hmm. then here's the other design on uh, the t-shirt as well. Very good. Like, see, I love your artwork. Like, it, it's I know I, I, I draw a little bit uh, compared to like that. I just love how I, I, I don't understand how it gets so crisp and clean. Like when I draw things, it's always like it, it's never. It, like even when I shared it, it looks like, like you can tell it's, it's been shaded. But when every time you look at one of yours, you you do it, it looks like almost like a photograph in in certain details as well. So I I am always envious when I see people with like that kind of talent who can do, make things out of nothing and and make it stand out. And yeah, so I might, might fanboy a little bit over like the art. Like, that's, 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 that was always and I, one of. And them. I might maternal you and go, "Oh, Paul, let's sit down. Your artwork is beautiful." Um, there, there's different different mediums, so you mm. get different visuals. Plus, I also work. Um, oops, sorry, uh, digitally. So there, yeah. sometimes it'll be incredibly crisp because it's all mm -hmm. created, you know, in Photoshop. Yeah. So. You know, there's there's so many different ways to create art now. It's it's an amazing time to be an artist because not only can you uh, sit down, create with your hands and a piece of paper, but you could do it at the computer. And then you could also, I mean, I'm very um, techie. I, I, you mm -hmm. know, we have a, a, a um, almost <laughs> I also get brain fog. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a website. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to talk to it. I, I could just do it. Um, we have a website. So we, you can create your art. You can put it on the website. And then like Kickstarter, if you have an idea that you need to crowdfund, you yeah. can reach out um, to people. And for me, running a Kickstarter is so much fun because mm -hmm. I, I also studied theater and I also studied film and all these types of entertaining and performing and so it's almost like taking all of that, sticking it in a jar and shaking it up <laughs> yeah. because it, it's like being on stage and going, and I have this and I have this. <laughs> and then you feel the love every time someone makes a pledge. You're like, oh my God, I'm validated. Someone loves me. You know? <laughs> it, well, it is very personal. <laughs> no, definitely. I think that's like, because um, I am a typical Northern bloke. I, I, I get quite in myself and shy when it comes to, like promoting anything I do, like these guys will tell you uh, how bad I get because as soon as like this project kind of kicked off, like the whole nerdy up north thing, I was like, it's got nothing to do with me. It's everyone else. It's, every it's I've got nothing to do with this. It's I just came up with the initial thing. But then they keep saying, no, but you keep pushing the idea. And it's like, it's almost like the, the, the quintessential Englishman going, oh, I, I can't take pride or I can't take uh, uh, responsibility for anything that's happening. I won't take it's, credit for this. No, mm -hmm. I, I, okay. I, the, the girls will beat that out of you, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, we do. Yeah. Right, I, I, try. I could see. I, could see. <laughs> <laughs> I do always get up with the bruises, though, especially when we meet up. But yes, um, no, like, to, like say the vampire stuff that takes us back. So I remember seeing the comics uh, in the comic book shop when I was young, and it was always when my dad used to wouldn't let us go near them because it was always the provocative and also the like. Not the it wasn't ever like naughty or anything. It was just like quite sexualized, especially the covers, and always beautiful and like looked. But my dad was getting like, no, no, you can go back to Spider Man. You can't go to these ones just yet. Yeah, like say, and it's like Sam's wet dream there. Do you know what's do you know what's really surprising for like the uber goth in me? 
I've mm-hmm. never read Vampirella. Really? My best, okay. yeah, my best friend cannot wrap her brain around it because she absolutely loves Vampirella. I never read one before. I don't know I think- why. You probably would really enjoy the, the original 70s. I mean, I really can't speak what's going on now because, you know, I'm stuck in the 70s with her mm-hmm. where it was very influenced by Dark Shadows mm-hmm. and all the Hammer movies. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've seen Vampirella turned into a superhero. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard, you know, through the grapevine, she she's not really from another planet, which I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> No, you can't take that away from me. Yeah. Um, it's one of them, though, with all the IPs that are going around. It, it's it's something that potentially I, I can see should work on the big screen or visually or even a TV show. A lot mm-hmm. of TV shows are getting made for like comic books. It always makes us wonder why this like Vampirella hasn't been picked they made, up. Or, they did. A terrible movie. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I shouldn't say that. Someone might love that movie. <laughs> right. it, was a, it was a Roger Corman movie. Right. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it had Roger Daltrey playing Van Helsing, or okay. was he playing Vlad? Vlad, Vlad, Vlad. maybe. It, it it was it was, and I'm very fussy, so I should I should say that. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Like, say everyone's. Well, well no, I, I don't want to poop on someone's parade. <laughs> Before I didn't even know the film was there, but I, I I thought like as a modern adaptation, it might be one of the ones because I know well, like I said, look how big Elvira got, and like I said, it's kind of modeled on the same type of aesthetic, shall we say? Um, but and she's still going to to this day now. To this um, day, 40 years. <laughs> I watched her 40th anniversary and should have recently in 40 years that woman's been going. Yeah, I don't get it either. And this is probably why. And actually, it's really hard for us to say that why I don't read it, because I love 70s comics, especially the Steve Ditko era and Doctor Strange and how, like, absolutely, utterly, beautifully bizarre Mm -hmm. them reads are. So I don't, I never understood why I never picked it up. Just lazy. There's always tomorrow. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's always the thing. Like I said, you might not have read it now, but there's always the future that you can pick it up and like, Yeah. True. And also now I'll plug my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um that's you know, reading those inspired me. And I created my own oh there you are. My own thing. Right. Oh wow. wow. That's stunning. So and I love black and white comics because yes. Vampirella was black and white. Mm-hmm. So this sort of this was uh, influenced by Barbarella and Vampirella, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and some other gothic stuff that I I would read. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read this beautiful book about a girl who fell in love with the angel of death. And that really inspired me. So this is actually an add on. Like mm-hmm. we have comics that are, um, sort of satelliting the pin mm-hmm. uh, and, and not everyone wanted a pin so we also we put um, there's this is my other book is School Bites right? and it, it's more of Harry Potter with fangs <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so, like it'll be up Donna Street there Donna will be on that oh uh, yeah <laughs> so this is a crossover with Jim's comic and Mm-hmm. which just came out this Wednesday. This is the issue. 
This wow. is Tarot Witch of the Black Rose. Yeah, I've seen a few of the, I see the post on your Facebook about Tarot as well. Like some of the covers are just unbelievable. Like proper, I, I hate to say it, 80s style, like metal, uh, like goth. I can, say all, I can say all them type of influences. But I know because um, when Sam heard you were coming on the podcast, she got very excited because she's always wanted to ask questions to like a fellow writer and uh, like say, like say per, someone who's been into comics because um like when she found comics, she didn't have the best of experience, like say, with especially women in in the industry and like say yeah. it, with nerds and stuff. They've Me always too. been looked yeah. look, look, looked to kind of like down upon and stuff like that, where it's almost like they don't belong. But I think women now are certainly taking over and like showing more of a presence, and you're getting more influences and getting better better stuff from it but I know Sam really wants to has a few questions <laughs> yeah I had, I had a really bad experience getting when I got into comics was 2014 and I had a really bad experience in a comic book shop with a bunch of men who just absolutely belittled us and berated us and right right to my face <laughs> and it was the horriblest experience but on the back of that was probably the it, it turned out to be one of the best experiences because then I started to discover women in comics um, and I watched a documentary called and I bang on about this anytime that I can and um, she I saw a documentary called she makes comics yeah and they didn't call me <laughs> devastated for you Holly because honestly it was it was been doing this for 26 27 years that's all oh, terrible of them because honestly you would have fit in so well especially amongst the women who were there but it really like like opened my eyes up at the time yeah. I was um I was writing for a website in Texas so I was doing mm-hmm. comic book reviews it started with comic movie reviews and then moved on to co- uh, comic book reviews and I always look like writing is a big for big part of us, even though I am incredibly dyslexic. Um, I still absolutely love it. It's, yeah, ther- it's ther- therapy for us. But I wanted to ask. Yes. I wanted to ask. Well, firstly, I wanted to ask your style of writing. Do you stick to <laughs> do you stick to the Marvel method or do you have your own way of creating your stories in comics? I, I, it's interesting. Yes. That first, and first of all, uh, the movie, if it inspired you, made you feel loved and inspired. I, I, that's great. So, (laughs) but as someone who works in the industry, I can't watch. (laughs) I taught, no, I can, I can totally understand that. (laughs) It's like, like, uh, um, I, I had draw the Marvel way when I was 11 or 10, the book, um, I I studied acting in college, so the closest um, I, I studied um, plays. Uh, I also am dyslexic, and <laughs> there's the three I, of us then. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll just talk about working in 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 the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my first serious writing happened with Archie. Mm-hmm. And the best wonderful way that you get to write with Archie is all storyboards. Right. So basically I sit down with a piece of paper and I sketch out each panel and then literally handwrite the words in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is what Archie said, and this is what Ronnie said back, boo 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 And so it looks like something to mm-hmm. shoot a small film. 
Um, and that's how I got through my college courses mm-hmm. um, when I had to do my work. Like yeah. I, I had to direct a play. I literally drew a comic book. I said, okay, and this is where you're going to be. And this is what you're going to say. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think visually. Yeah. So um, I've never been very uh, confident about my writing. And so I first think of myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. And then my art is speaking. You know, <laughs> and what 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 is it they're saying? Um, so I don't think there's any right way yeah. to write. Yeah. And if anyone, and I, yes, I I did work a little bit with Hollywood when when Vampire was uh, optioned as a movie. I had to work with their scripts and look at them, and it it, it was you know just like very difficult. But yeah. I think if for writing for comic books. Uh, Jim, my husband, does a lot of writing for mm-hmm. Tarot first, and his looks like a script. Yes. And it, you know, it, it says who's saying and this, and then there's a little bit of direction for the editor to understand because he basically checks all of you know the, the spelling. Um, and to me, that is the way um, to do a comic. You make sure that when you're working with an artist, you remember you're working with an artist. You're not working yeah. with a filmmaker. Yeah. Each panel, you know, think about there's a page. I, I worked for um, a magazine called Cosmo Girl and they drove me crazy because they, <laughs> I, I swear, I think I had 17 panels on a page at one time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, we can't do it this way. It has to, there's a, a visual rhythm. You can <laughs> break panels. So as long as you understand the language of the visual, yeah. you hear what they're saying, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you direct the visual with your writing. Yeah. Um, I never really had that because I, I never had to tell an artist. I always, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so I would say, you know, have mercy on your artist. <laughs> no, no, no one can move in a panel because I have seen scripts that someone says, and they did this in the panel. It's like, you can't do that. It's either this it's, or... Uh, oh, oh, that. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's something, because my best, me, best friend, um, Carolyn, she's an artist, um, and we've just talked for years about collaborating on something. And But when we get to sit down together, it's so hard to have the conversation of how how we would how I would like it to be to how she would like it to be and I just wanted to have an idea as how how you do (laughs) how how do you do it how do you have this conversation with an artist um I think I think what really helps to communicate with an artist is to have examples Mm -hmm. so find something that's close to your vision yeah and have that as well this is kind of what I see Mm-hmm. This is the jumping off point. Yeah. And then maybe you could think of like another movie or something that has a tone. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it yours shouldn't be original. Cause if that's the case, then, you know, then you have, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have to flesh out this completely original, you know, c- character or moment mm-hmm. yeah. on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and do it as, as best as you can. Mm-hmm. And then either read it to them or have them read it and then discuss what do they understand. Yeah. You know, it, it is, it's a very intimate thing to, mm-hmm. to write and to, to illustrate. Yeah. 
And as long as you guys have respect for each other's visions. The process um, as well, yeah. Yeah, It's a process. It is. Mm -hmm. We we tried, we sat down a few years ago and we started hashing out ideas and it just became so overly complicated. We made it probably harder than what it was to where we just went, oh, we're not doing that anymore. And But we talk (laughs) about it every time we have a chance to talk about working together. We always, we have such great ideas and then we just never follow it through. And now she's gone and had a baby. So, (laughs) you know... (laughs) Well, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting way you think because like I say I've never went out to create because I'm one of the ones where like I, I like to make something like a poster or um, like something that like a one shot type thing but I remember doing because uh, it's interesting to see in Archie but I think in the UK when we were kids Archie wasn't really as big mm. over here we had like the Beano or the Dandy um, and um, one of the books I grew up with, I actually created a book for the school. Uh, was about Noddy. I don't know if you've heard of Noddy. There, it's oh, just like Noddy. This, yeah, he's a little like a uh, little elf guy. But all his friends were like toys and stuff. So each page of the book, I just drew what I like. It wasn't like it wasn't much of a story. I just drew panel like panels of the book. That was always the thing. I don't think I'm creative enough to to create that type of story. I just like make things look pretty. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's like a book plate. It's an illustration, and mm. sequentials are incredibly hard. Yeah. I am so challenged, and the, you know, when I first got my tryout for Archie, I was in tears. You know, mm. like you know, Marley the ghost and Scrooge around the house. You know, how, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know, it it is one of the hardest things to do. Um, I I do love it. Um, I, I think some people are have a natural cinematic camera in their head. I, I watch yeah. my husband's panels mm-hmm. and his perspective and the way he could turn the camera and see human bodies from different positions and his buildings. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, you know, it's like Mozart, you know, yeah. um, and, and I'm still so there, you know, <laughs> with my sequentials. But when I sit down to paint, I feel more free. You know, when I do a portrait, I love doing portraits. Mm-hmm. And for me to marry the two with Vampirella was yeah. like a big deal. I have the painting I did. Mm-hmm. I, and there are pictures of me crying. <laughs> I, I, too, I too am a crier, Sam. <laughs> I'm not alone. Uh, it's interesting saying about your portraits as well because i know we've got mutual friends on instagram you've done a portrait of one uh the the oh that's amazing sorry i know (laughs) what i've forgotten the name of the girl now but you've done a portrait of um like Heather? heather that's the one uh that looked absolutely stunning like i say the the picture you did for her that's it, yes. Like the eyes. Heather, Heather. Like I said, got, uh, like, uh, the one with all the Stephen the King pictures. Yeah. Oh, my God, really? That's Heather? Yeah. That's... I can see her now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eyes. Yes. <laughs> I asked massive. her if it was okay if, I, if she posed for me. Oh, bless her. Um, that's part of my Kickstarter. Actually, we just hit that stretch goal. I'm mm. doing... Um, uh, I, I, I'm always plugging in an, an idea. So, yeah. <laughs> this is the shadow um, zodiac, and right. she is the second maiden of the shadow zodiac. Her name is um, Violet Knight, mm-hmm. and, and like I, I wrote like a little um, 
you know, sort of legend about her. I'll, yeah, I could send it to you. So, so far we've got Poppy Moon. Um, she's over here. All right. I'm in my goth heaven right here, man. <laughs> Here's Poppy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw that one. Wow. Stunning. How long does it actually take you to paint these as well? Because I know some artists do them like, quite quick, but like, is it like a is it like a a day, two days, or a week? Um, no, no, it's about a day. Um, it, it you know because we do our everything in house, we're our own publishing house, so mm. it's not just painting. So maybe I could get the sketch out, and yeah. then I have to do another. Um, mm another errand for the the business and then mm. i'll come back and look at the sketch show it to jim you know yeah yeah okay it's okay then watercolor and when when you're watercoloring usually mm. you know you should get that done but this one actually took a while um i did these these coffins wow. yeah i've seen the coffins the coffins are absolutely stunning look at the red in that man mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that, there's actually foil in here too so. I, think look, I, I was thinking it looked like quite glittery but oh my god I am very sensory like I love colours mm-hmm. and that red is like standing right out for us <laughs> yeah living in that oh house god, as well opens. <laughs> <laughs> living in your house as well like say with you having all them different creative outlets it must be like say an, an amazing feeling just basically say right what am I going to do today I'm just going to draw I'm going <gasps> to <laughs> yeah oh that's amazing and i stain them too right so yeah. so we're all just jealous of holly's talent now so that's yeah fine. oh my god look <laughs> at that insanity so i did little wee ones too but these were claimed i'm so happy because when they when you open these guys there's like a little vampirella inside yes oh! uh, that's when i saw as well that was beautiful <laughs> Like, just going back as well, like say when you said you got into archery as well. So how did that yeah. get started? Like how did you how how did you physically get into the like the how did you get a job in archery? Yeah. Um. I well, I, I was working um in in comics. I, I guess uh, from the age of thirty, I started. I, I left mm-hmm. fashion industry, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do something that was my bliss because I remembered. Joseph Campbell, you know, his words, follow your bliss. And whenever I was in a moment of either sadness or pain or confusion, I would always hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And I just remembered comic books. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I started working for a lot of independence and that's very difficult. I'm not, I don't want to talk about how the sausage is made, mm-hmm. but that got me to being kind of sad sitting there with um a betty digest because um jim would always buy me like mm-hmm. i loved betty she was my girl yeah. <laughs> and um so i'm reading it and i'm like i want to i want to try for these guys <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i'm a little nutty so, so i looked at the address of where they were and i sat down and i drew up some pages because i knew some of the abc's Back then, it was different. It's very different now getting work. Yeah. Back then, there was no internet. No. <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> or it was just burgeoning, you know. Um, so I think it was in 1997 or yeah, but, eight. 
but still, that must have took some balls to do as well. I know you're saying you're a bit nutty, but to have I'm the from balls. Manhattan. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have that, really, you can't figure things out. I'm still alive. Very, very good. Very good point. <laughs> so I think actually we and might also, be a little bit. Yeah. Uh, cushioned it up in the northeast in England here at like say that might be like say a bit softer but yeah uh, no a little bit (laughs) no I also I come from a family of entrepreneurs and you know um my father I'm first generation he was Mm -hmm. born in Yugoslavia I think there's the you know Mm -hmm. that immigrant like you know you you got it yeah yeah, if you don't take a chance, you may not survive. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure there's some sort of genetic mm. in yeah. me, yeah. you know, because my grandparents faced the Nazis. I'm here, so <laughs> in the stories, you know how how scary could Archie be? Yeah, Archie fair enough. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> no, no, it was you know. There's is a, I'm not a, a, um, a physical thrill like I do love rides at, at, mm. at amusement parks but not too crazy yeah um, but I I do think that I I get like um, excited and passionate mm. and I have a dream and yeah. I, my heroes were George Lucas and and mm. Steven uh, Spielberg and uh, mm. Betsy Johnson and. <laughs> um, you know, May West and Marilyn Monroe, yeah. you know, it, it's like, I don't know whether I'm too stupid to be scared or, or and, and stupid. It's like I like drunk. that though. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, it's because I think that a lot of people don't do things because they're scared to feel. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the, it's, that's, that's got to be the biggest thing, but hearing that it is quite inspiring though as well so just like say that whole like attitude. massively like yeah. massively for me I have done I have dropped out of working for a um, major website a couple of years ago because I was that terrified of it because with, with me dyslexia when I worked for the one in Texas I had an amazing editor who made me look fantastic they never took away anything of what I was writing but they made it look professional um and I was absolutely terrified of going anywhere else and not having that backup and especially living in I live in the U with us living in the UK and then we're in America it was it was very I didn't know if I was going to have the same relationship so Mm -hmm. I've done I have stopped myself from doing things out of fear so that is massively inspired but I wanted to mention as well, because I know Charlotte's a little bit quiet because like she's, she is a huge fan of she's you. She's probably and... just taken all this in. <laughs> yeah, she is a huge fan of yours. And like say, um, when you introduced yourself, uh, like say, when I posted in the podcast, uh, in, the, in our chat, saying, uh, oh, like say, Holly's joined the group and Charlotte exploded because she's our resident bookworm as well. And she <laughs> looks like, say, she's banged on about like uh, your husband's artwork as well, Jim. Um, like she just kept on sending us pictures of Catwoman like over and over again <laughs> how, how, how obsessed she was I don't know like say, uh-huh. she's probably a little bit uh, like starstruck bless her I know she probably hates us now it out. but I don't know if Charlotte's well, got anything you want to ask you there Charlotte you you know you should be a broadsword girl mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then get a, a sword and Send in your photo to Jim, and it'll be in Pharaoh. <laughs> I I don't know anybody that would trust me with a sword. 
I'm sure we Kev could sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, of of everyone and sort of all all the art you've done over the years, what would be the standouts for you? What would be the ones that sort of you thought, yeah, like the ones that you were most proud of? I like that painting I showed you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because there's like little moments everywhere. And um, I think for me, when I look at my Archie work, I was like, oh, my God, I did all that. Yeah. I can't even I, I can't I could barely remember. You know, mm-hmm. and I look through it and it, it, it doesn't even, I can't, I did this. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what? it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, to me, it's one. like singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like I, I I'm, I'm happy. It, it, it came out of me and hopefully mm-hmm. it made someone happy. Yeah. Um, I like the portrait I did of my husband. <laughs> anything <laughs> oh, oh very, it's, oh, it's very labyrinth is esque yeah. like yeah, that, that's from that's from my other book oh here this fell i did this too oh tom so i mean honestly <laughs> charlotte i just i feel like an eight-year-old and i go would you put this up on your refrigerator do you oh, like it you know what i mean <laughs> I, I don't think that would be on Charlotte's wall. <laughs> Definitely. Kim, Charlotte is a big fan. Hi. Oh! <laughs> nice to meet you there, Jim. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, UK. Hello there. Hi. How are you today? Good. How are you? Um, a little bit starstruck, but yeah. I it's, think no, Charlotte's going to cry. Bless. So, what part of England am I speaking? <laughs> uh, the northeast, um, Sunderland, Newcastle time. Where? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> think Edinburgh. We're very much yes. below it. Well, well, below it. Yes. <laughs> to the right. To the right? To the right, yes. To the right, yeah. The right so we're below Edinburgh to the right. <laughs> it's not that far away from us. No problem. So like the next time we go to Edinburgh, we could call these guys up. Oh, I would cool. definitely go to Edinburgh. <laughs> Charlotte was actually there this week. It was Charlotte's birthday this week. Oh, wow. It Happy birthday. Monday. It was Monday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Jim yes. Fallon just said happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Oh, but yes, but uh, like I say, thanks for joining us there, Jim. And we're just having a lovely conversation <laughs> with Holly and just sharing up all the artwork. And yeah, like I say, just totally blown away. But I wanted to ask as well, um because I know Holly, you were telling us about Archie, but one of the, some of the work I was uh, you mentioned about was uh, Sabrina as well. Um, yes. Oh. So saying that, did you have any influences in like the shows fr- from them? Did they take any elements from the comics that you were involved in there? Oh, no. The closest thing was like on my first cover, they asked me to, um, I guess, draw her closer to the show mm-hmm. that she looked like a teenager from the 20th, 21st century. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. You know, right. th- that's one thing about comics is that they ask us to stay kind of away from the TV show or the movie mm-hmm. because of the um, residuals. 
uh, I think it has to do with some sort of like copyrights. Right. Uh, because I, you know, just kind of what we're talking about when, when they asked me to redesign Catwoman, they mm-hmm. said, stay away from Michelle Pfeiffer's look. And right. I said, you know, no problem. I had my own ideas because yeah. they told me that if we used that look, any money or profit would go towards, I think, the WB site as opposed to mm. the DC printing site. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's probably the same thing with, with Arch. Yeah. No. Yeah, they, they, they asked me to do that and also to go by Dan DiCarlo's um, model sheet because that was one of the, the things that I think they hired me was that I am a bit of um, a mimic. I can chameleon people's art styles. Right. Okay. And and I enjoy it if I like the style. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you get a style and you're like, <laughs> no. But Dan DiCarlo, to me, was the pinnacle of Archie art. It was yeah. sexy and fun and just mm-hmm. wonderful. And I was blessed with having a day of training by him. Mm-hmm. So, And he, he's just like um, Burgess Meredith from Rocky. Mm-hmm. He was like, yes. look how high he talked like this. <laughs> I know yeah. that reference. <laughs> <laughs> she can ink her own work. Let her ink her own work. <laughs> it is quite interesting, though, as well, because um, I think there was a big art boom in the northeast of, of England, um, like, say, for the last 10 years. But a lot of the artists moved away from, like, commercial art and moved towards, like, tattoo and tattoo art and stuff. And that that's, bit, like, a lot of my friends and people I went to college with or university with as well that moved into, like, from doing portraits and stuff to the actual tattoo tattoo work like one of my best friends beth uh she her artwork now like oh. for tattoos is like phenomenal and mm-hmm. just amazing like seeing that grow and like especially in the northeast i know when you go to america uh, especially with the tattoos i've got as well i've got like the most colorful weirdest tattoos you, you can see um and i always get stopped because when uh, we went to florida um uh, for mine and my wife's honeymoon and walking around Disney Park, and I had, I've got, like, on my leg, I've got Mike and Sully from Monsters, Inc. Oh, wow. Um, so they were uh, basically, uh, like, pulling us over, grabbing us by my arm, saying, oh, come here, so we can take pictures of your leg. I was like, this is just weird, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any any decent tattoo I have on us is all being done by Beth. <laughs> and it's, it's lovely, though, because I got my sleeve done by her when she first started tattooing. And um, it was quite close. She was still just come out of her apprenticeship. And just to watch like and see her evolution of art is amazing. But my sister is actually an art curator in the Northeast. She works for uh, Nasty Women. But she did. She, oh, she'll kill us if she ever watches this because I do pay attention to what she does. But it's really hard <laughs> to keep up to date. <laughs> about comics and stuff because i know there was a lot of in things yeah. you wanted to talk about Holly. um i know how big of a star wars fan as well you are um because i would say that i know like say some seen photographs like you've modeled a lot of the artwork how so is is the star wars fandom different or like than it is in the uk and um, like what's it like in america um well i consider myself og so I, you know, I've watched it, it progress. Um, and the closest thing I think that I could compare it to is, um, and it's not Star Wars, but it's Doctor Who. Right. I, I was a Doctor Who fan since I was 11 with Tom Baker. 
And I got to sit in one of the big, what do they call it? Hall E? Or H? H, Hall H, H in mm. San Diego Comic-Con. There were oh, 6,000 wow. people. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was uh, Matt Smith and a oh, whole bunch God. of other guys. And I swear, it was like old reels of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, people were throwing themselves on stage, screaming, carrying on. That's how they are here in America. How about there in England? I w- I don't think it's the same. It's we're, so reserved. we're so <laughs> reserved. Yeah. Yeah. A bit more reserved. Yeah, yeah, we're very much reserved. I went to Star Wars Celebration in Europe in 2016. And uh-huh. I, I was actually shocked when we were sitting in an auditorium and they did the Rebels, uh, Star Wars Rebels panel. And it was announced that... Um, Thorne, General Thorne, I had my books behind us, I had to find his name. General Thorne was going to be part of Rebels and the room exploded. And as an English English person, I was like, oh, right. oh. yes. <laughs> what they, what they do it. <laughs> yeah, it was I, fantastic, though. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that you mentioned Doctor Who, because um, I remember one of my school visits, we got uh, what was my doctor as a kid, Sylvester McCoy. Um, okay. He came in and, um, like I said, done his little walk and shut his umbrella around uh, to everyone. <laughs> um, but, like I say, as school kids as well, we were just all sitting there being polite and clapping and stuff like that. But um, I, when you see the conventions in America and how, how they behave and like how excited they get, I do get a little bit of jealousy. Yeah, same Because you just don't get that over in the UK. I think it's 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 more reserved. It's getting yeah. there. It's, uh, it, the prime example is the cinema clapping. Yes. So we watched a lot of reactions of, like, say, Marvel films where people are in clapping at things happening. If you did that in a cinema here, you would you probably be escorted out. <laughs> I I went to see the new Elvis film uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and when it finished, I got a round of applause. Really? Not very British there. It's, it's just it's just not heard of. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you'd probably be asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas all I want to do is just scream at the screen and I can't because Aww. I'm English. <laughs> <laughs> so you go home and cry. <laughs> Holly, you have figured me out already. That's what I do. <laughs> She did on Sunday when I unboxed Jabba Jar in front of her, so she wasn't very happy then. Because oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Sam's a bit of a collector when it comes to, uh, like, say, all the different toys and stuff. But I like to take things out of the box and play with. So I had a, like I say, a collector's edition Jar Jar Binks because she loves Jar Jar. I love uh, Jar Jar. And, and it's one of her favourite <laughs> characters. So during the live panel in front of the whole audience, I unboxed Jar Jar Binks in front of her and she... <laughs> She went off and she wasn't happy with us at all. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't sitting in a room full of people, I probably would have cried. <laughs> it's, it's funny you were saying about panel reactions. because We did our first one um, live on Sunday and we were surprised when the audience were interacting because yeah. we didn't think of that. But I suppose if we had done it in America, we wouldn't have oh, been phased by it because it would be normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a Q&A at the end. Oh, we didn't have time. We for did. We did. We didn't have to because they just asked us while we were doing it. There was one guy who he was just chatting with Chatson, wasn't he? Yeah. And he just, even though he said our, our podcast sounded shit when he first came in, <laughs> but he sat and we sat through the whole thing and he just chatted away to us. So yeah, it was uh, that was interesting. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. 
because we've got no one else to talk back to. It's just you. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question for the two of you. Um, <laughs> because you're both obviously like artists and, and in the comic industry, does it ever make things harder or does it make things easier um, for sort of like critiquing each other's work? Obviously being in a relationship and do you sort of have to take off your husband and wife head and put like your professional head on? For me, me, I I trust his opinion. I trust his eye. I I don't think I have to take anything hat off. I I think to me, um, it's, I feel blessed that, you know, he's there for his uh, support and his input. And I know that he knows. Yeah. Uh, and he sees it through the eyes of someone who loves comics or who loves uh, painting and and art. So, you yeah. know, that, that's an easy-peasy thing for me. <laughs> so. I, I never thought of it as critique. I always hated that word because, mm. you know, in art school, you'd have, like, critique day. And yeah. I always hated that because you're just starting to learn and your, your art's up on the wall and, mm-hmm. you know, it's being you know, ripped apart and... Uh, I, I, I don't look at it as critique. I, I, you know, we, we show each other's, you know, each other's, mm. our work, or yeah. if we walk into the room, we look at something, but I look at it more as like, if, if, if you, if your partner was going out and mm. there was like a huge piece of like lint on their clothes, you would go, Oh, you know, you have a piece of lint on your clothes mm-hmm. and they would take it off. So it's mm-hmm. not like I'm critiquing her outfit. It's yeah. just like, oh, you know, that that bothers me a bit, you know, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or hey, you know, check that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the way I've always looked at, you know, anybody's art. I, I don't, yeah. whether it's hers or even mm-hmm. at Comic Cons, I don't walk around and, you know, some people come up and go, hey, look at my portfolio or critique my portfolio. I just sort of like, you know, I, I view what they have. Yeah. yeah it's such a hard thing because i say a lot of artwork and stuff like i say it's you're putting your personal touch into it you're putting your soul into it as well so when you say critique it it, it cannot also have the negative effect if someone says oh this change this or change that and you're like oh. what it, it's it's like i say as because uh, like i say i used to be a graphic designer before i work in a bank okay so so that element like, that's probably why i'm not there anymore because i used to have so many arguments with customers because they used to say well can you change this it's good no this is there for a point it's there for a reason <laughs> and, but uh no like i say I, I, I didn't ever used to take well not criticism badly it was just it, it hurt if that makes sense yeah so it kind of of course it hurts yeah but you know especially if you're starting out as an artist and this is your love and and mm-hmm. you you've, you have supposedly an education and then you go out for your first job and you know, editors mm-hmm. tell you this and that. And it, it just blows your mind. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I came up in the 90s where uh, image, the look of image was really big. Yeah. So you, you felt the comic industry moving towards people who drew more image like mm-hmm. uh, as yeah. opposed to, you know, other art styles. And that's that's a, a, a problem. I don't know if I see it too much now because I do see a lot of diversity in, in mm. um, styles. Yeah. But in the day, I saw more of, you know, editors saying, draw this way or yeah. draw that. Oh, it's it's interesting you say that, though, because, like, in our community now, in the Nerdy Dope North, uh, like, 
community on Facebook, we do have a lot of different artists and like a lot of them post the styles and it's wonderful to see like going individual. Some people post very fantasy. Some people like, like I say, post quite Gothic and, and it's it, like, it's so diverse and it makes it like say almost more fun if that in that degree um but yeah like say, i say i quite like that like you say it's, it's giving you your opinion but not critique it's like saying oh like say i appreciate this is it, what like i say. yeah this is yeah. what i see like my yeah. best my best friend's an artist um and i have not one artistic bone in my body my sister is an art curator my dad is an artist um my best friend is but i cannot draw to save my life um but I can't hold a com I can't have a conversation with her when it comes to art pencils I have never seen somebody get so excited over a white art pencil before it's ridiculous the way that she goes on <laughs> but Holly, but I, want- I want to know which one it is because it's oh, really hard don't really make us, do not make us text her because <laughs> she will not she will continuously talk about our pencils she gets so excited over them. We go when we go to conventions and stuff, and we stay like overnight. She'll bring our sketchbook with her, and she'll have our pencils, and she will tell me in detail <laughs> the, how amazing these pencils are and why these pencils are amazing. And I just cannot get on board with it at all. <laughs> I've got a very good shut off face where I can just zone out. Um, Holly, I wanted to talk to you about Harry Potter. i'm itching i'm absolutely itching to talk about harry potter because i always with harry potter being so british i love Mm. to hear how americans feel about it um especially because i'm a huge downton abbey fan as well and i Mm. can't understand how americans can who get like so excited about downton abbey (laughs) and and, because it's just so english like and we're boring Wow. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I... Well, before you answer, I'm going to let you answer. I just want to drop by and say hello to everyone. Thank you for joining Hi, us. Hi, thank you hello. for joining. Thank you so much. <laughs> you totally made Charlotte's day. And happy birthday again. Thank you. Thank you. He likes Tara? Yeah. You like Tara, Witch of the Black Rose, and you haven't sent in your Broadsword Girl photo yet? Charlotte. Charlotte? No. <laughs> no. Get I, I didn't a sword. Know that was... <laughs> sure, I know plenty of people who have one. <laughs> Ev is in the Everybody chat. Sort it out, right? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. we just we have them in the in the living room. <laughs> so you know, uh, friend me on Instagram and Facebook, and we'll talk about the details. There you go, okay. <laughs> Is she still there? Hello. She's there. <laughs> no, just broken, Charlotte. Bless her. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. But yes. Thank you. But yes. So, so back to the star now. So we're back to Holly. Um, so, so yes, Harry Potter. Um, I, I always like to ask the question as well. Did you get into the films first or the books? No, no, the the books. The books. The books. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> I won't, yeah, uh, I have to preface this by, like I said, I, I did go to British school. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in, in Manhattan mm-hmm. and, um, my, my high school years from, I guess, eighth grade, uh, to graduation, I went to Anglo-American. So I took my O-levels, mm-hmm. took my IBs. All my teachers were either British, Irish, mm-hmm. um, you know, very diverse, it was a UN school. 
Yeah, so you probably um, said I was sense of humor a lot more than other people. Yes, right. <laughs> I watched. I watched the young ones. Yes, uh, I I had a horrible crush on Adam Ant when I was who, who didn't seventeen. I I mean, like I made all my friends call me Amanda Ant. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I listen to British music. I, I, I have photos that I look like Simon Laban, you know, <laughs> with my pirate shirt and my, my kerchief. So I don't know if I would be a typical American. Mm-hmm. I, I love, um, uh, what was it? Another country. I watched, I watched all the Merchant Ivory movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Room of the View is one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah. Enchanted April is like in my top five favorite movies. Um, just you know, mm-hmm. there I you love, have it. I love that you love the young ones. That, that yeah, is like Rick, yeah, that's Rick, like oh, Rick Miller is just like oh, my hero. Okay. So I get to do this, and you might get it. This is very serious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. And yes. My best friend in high school uh, was from Surrey. Right. And uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. we would do Monty Python skits all the uh, time, yeah. you know. So um, I did not want to like Harry Potter. I'm going to mm-hmm. put that out there because mm-hmm. I am a high functioning witch and, and a Virgo and I get a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um but I always know the things that I, f- I fall most madly deeply in love. I fought not to in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's talking about this book. Of course, I don't want to watch. I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to know about it. So we got it on cassette. I'm like, look, you know, I, I should give it a try. That That's very juvenile. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listened to it because, you know, I, I would be working and I right. listen to the audio. Um, was it the, it was, it was it the this... American version. Oh, right. uh, so you didn't get oh, Stephen Fry's beautiful no. torns. Jim, Jim bought me the Stephen Fry ones as well. Oh, good. But, <laughs> but I'm sorry, Jim Dale is amazing. Right. I don't know if you listen to his. No. He's, he's brilliant. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Yeah. And um, so I listened to it. And I'm thinking, there's a lot of sports in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to like this. You know, I'm like, uh, hmm. Okay, I'll listen to it again. So I listen to it again. And it, it's almost like becoming intoxicated. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then the second one, you know, and then it was, I was at the midnight, you know. Um, yeah. The book. <laughs> unveilings dressed in my Gryffindor outfit because it was before Pottermore came so I wasn't uh, sorted into Slytherin <laughs> oh dear my house too <laughs> yay right we are the weeping snakes <laughs> are you Ravenclaw Paul's Ravenclaw no, I am. Um, I I didn't actually pick a house because like you I, don't I, pick I, it. I, I haven't been lucky enough <laughs> yes. to. Sorry, I I haven't had one chosen, but 
it's always one of them things where you want to pick Gryffindor, but it's like picking your favorite sports team that's doing well for everything. So it's kind oh, of you, like you have to go to Pottermore and get sorted. Yeah. Right. You I've take never, the test. Right. I, I, I when they and 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 I heard you, Charlotte. You're a Gryffindor. I mean, uh, Ravenclaw. Yay! I love all the houses. Um, but um, in America, they were dropping hints about uh, Pottermore mm. launching, and it was easy for you guys because it was at a normal time. But I would wake up three o'clock in the morning to Bless to that. pick up all those website clues. <laughs> And answer the question. So we would be in the um, the beta mm-hmm. of the, and get sorted before everyone. I mean, I really, mm-hmm. I've worked hard. <laughs> <laughs> and and I put Jim's email in there, and I put my email, and they sent him his owl first. <laughs> oh. And I mean, I was happy, but I was sad that you know, I where's my owl? Yeah. And um, I got it eventually, but he he got Slytherin like that, mm. and then I really thought they were going to put me in Ravenclaw because I think I know everything, right. you know. <laughs> and I'm a Virgo like Hermione, um, but then they put me in Slytherin, and I just started crying. I was so happy. I mean, yeah, you know, Merlin was a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I hear the question is in America. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, you know, you could see I'm a little more hysterical than you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm very immersed. Uh, I've, I'm not, I, I did watch Downton Abbey um, mm-hmm. for the first season. And I enjoyed it, but then I started yelling at the characters. Yes. <laughs> and I, I was getting a little uh, frustrated with them. Yeah. And that was bothering me. It was yeah. like, um, you know, mm. I, I was like, come on, or no. stop that. I would, so I would like I, to say, I would like to say, I get it, but Tom Nabi is like my favorite. But the reason I said what I said earlier was because I've mentioned this in the podcast many times. Growing up, I wanted that American lifestyle, so like I wanted the like I love American culture. So for me to hear an American say I really like Downton Abbey or Harry Potter, I'm like. But that's not, no, no, that's, it's meant to be the other way around. <laughs> well, I think with Harry Potter, I think that, it, mm-hmm. I, I think it speaks to everybody. Yes, you know, it's, got, it's got levels uh, to it as well. Um, yeah, I'm like a Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, but I was going to say, because I know you said you've been to Edinburgh and stuff, but have you ever been uh, to York? If you like, if you're a big no. Harry Potter fan. It's, no, not yet. It's kind of like, it's, it's a... We would describe it. It's it, it up north, but a little bit further south. But it's like a all. It's like a, a a city that's never aged, and it's got like shambles as well, like the old Victorian houses where they're like leaning across each other, and it's they've got loads of Harry Potter stuff and uh, oh very, my god, very rich the, history the, and witches and stuff as well. Very yeah, the the, <laughs> the the street called the shambles um, was the inspiration for Diagon Alley. That's exactly and what I was just thinking in my head. <laughs> when you walk, when you walk down it, it mm-hmm. you you, to, you you totally get it. Like mm-hmm. the the old buildings and they're really close together, and it's it's a shopping street, but it it's Diagon Alley. It's the way that the buildings are not yeah. all the same level, and they're just beautiful. Isn't uh, Shakespeare's house? Am I making no, this? Like Guy, Guy Fawkes. No, that's yeah. Oh, oh Guy Fawkes, right? I saw Shakespeare's house because I went to was it uh, on the Croton. Um, I went to the Shakespeare, the 
you know, the the crown, or is it the rose and the crown? Well, with Croton on the Hudson, oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, the, You're have to the theater the in Stratford. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so geographically <laughs> I was there. I saw Mary Wives of Windsor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I should. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, if, 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 you, if you ever do come back to the UK, like, say, I would certainly recommend York just because, like I said, the history there, It's as as Sam said, it's got Guy Fawkes. I don't know if you've... Yeah, like I said, it's got a lot of uh, steeped in that type of history as well, but it's got a feeling to it as well. I know yeah. a lot of cities, like Edinburgh has a feeling when, when you go to, you can feel... I love Edinburgh and I it's funny because it was pouring rain uh (laughs) it was December and I we were wet like you know um sheepdogs and I loved it Mm -hmm. I loved I loved it It, to me it felt like the West Village in the 80s Mm-hmm. Um, there was the spirit there. The yeah. food was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we you got a bit it. better. <laughs> well, the, 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 <laughs> this was not too long ago. <laughs> before the fire, but um, there was only one patisserie that was next to our hotel that we were eating all pastries because, uh, yeah. but I'm fussy. Well, I'm not always, but <laughs> just, be, just being honest. Yeah, but um, there was a vibe that I could feel that mm-hmm. I, I, I felt like I was there before. I don't know, past life or whatever. But I really loved it. I really yeah. felt. And, that, you know, it was not like everyone was like, oh, welcome. Yeah. It was just like. <laughs> I, this feels right. This feels like every wonderful song I heard in the eighties playing yeah. all at once. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly how I felt. I went in October and I came back like I'd I'd gone through something. I, it was just walking through Edinburgh. We walked from the bottom to the top up to where the graveyard is, and yeah. it, it didn't bother us that I was walking up a steep hill with like big heavy Doc Martens on, and it didn't bother us that I got absolutely soaking wet. Um, oh, right. I, I even went to a Harry Potter themed afternoon tea <laughs> and it was absolutely beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we had a wand and everything. It was just amazing. <laughs> oh, and I'm a huge fan of all creatures, great and small. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Oh, that was my childhood. <laughs> the, too, so yeah. the original yeah. one and the new one is kicking. <laughs> I, did you see the new one? No. I haven't watched the yeah. new one. Yet. I didn't watch the old one either. You <laughs> must find. You must watch it because I watched the original one, mm-hmm. and you know there is a style of acting that was for that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. this new one is amazing. Right, amazing. I, I was always scared to go back to that one because with all creatures, all creatures great and small, it reminds us of my grandfather. Because I used to watch it with my yeah. grandfather, so them type of memories is, is yeah. special to me. So I'm My, always scared um, to, to listen. It, it won't disappoint. I mean, the quality of it, it's mm-hmm. it's um, different. It is a little more intimate, a little more mature, um, but it, it's brilliant. And you just love every single character. And I wish it was on every week because I want, <laughs> it, you know, I want them in our life, yeah. you know, 
again, we're talking about passion, just mm-hmm. to see the passion of, of the, you know, these people who love animals, who want to take yeah. care of them. And, mm-hmm. and they did a wonderful job. Everyone who was in that, because again, you know, growing up, you're, you're imprinted. Oh, this is yeah. my all creatures great and small, but I, I was so happy to share this with Jim and, yeah. and, and like, you know, like, oh, it was such a great oh. experience. Mm-hmm. The memory of being a kid and then sharing yeah. it again. No, no, I think that's why like to like say I love doing this type of podcast. I love, love talking about the things that we do because we talk about like things that bring like well smack you in the face with nostalgia. That's why again I'll get I'll get the piss taken out of this. I love talking about the Goonies so much because ah! the Goonies, <laughs> they've the Goonies. already been seeing the Goonies. Have been <laughs> seeing in the chat. Has he brought up the Goonies yet? Yeah. Not yet, mate. <laughs> but like I say, the Goonies has a big special part, and like I say that even from childhood and I love seeing that getting passed down to different people and and it's like I say that element and like I say as you said passing all creatures great as well to Jim like I say that's you sharing that moment with them and that that film that that's something that you can't replicate or take away it's it's kind of like a special thing but yeah right. um, but to, like I say if you if you like as I said with uh, British comedy as well if you like things like the young ones and stuff uh, there was a great um, one that that came out not too long ago called uh, "Man Down" with uh, Greg Davis and Rick Mail before he passed. Um, I don't know if it's on. It might be on BBC, can. BBC, but honestly, I'll take a look. It's hilarious. So I'll send you a, a, a message with that later. But oh, "Man gosh. Down," it, it's like a modern day uh, young ones, but just like absolutely chaotic type thing. Okay, yes. I I'm I'm so sad that. Rick Mayhew wasn't, you know, left us so early, mm-hmm. and that he didn't get to play Peeves yes. breaks my heart. Well, he did. They filmed the, the film that just there's uh, there's a cut of Harry Potter with Peeves in, but because right. the reason they couldn't use it is because he kept on making the cast laugh too much. <laughs> But what the, what the director said after the reunion was that maybe he would think about pulling the footage together to fit him in so they could do the, the uncut version of Philosopher's Stone mm-hmm. um, yes, with, Rick, with Rick Mail in it, which I think would be a massive tribute to the man because I've watched interviews with him where he talks about Harry Potter. He's got nothing but a smile on his face and he's not even angry that he wasn't in it. <laughs> Like he's he's honestly he's he's flash hard to me because I'm a huge Black Adam fan, <laughs> so he will always be flash hard oh. to me. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're like talking to me, and I'm thinking of all these things, and everything's going so fast, and I'm like, oh my god, oh absolutely fabulous! <laughs> I want to talk about yes. that. Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> you know there are all these British things that I don't really get to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well to, to be honest like i say like we definitely would like to have you back on as well so we could probably do a top five british comedies as well so that could be an interesting episode for their podcast at a later date as well oh yeah yeah that <laughs> yeah. would be fun uh, but blake seven i want to say that out loud all right <laughs> <laughs> red, red dwarf red dwarf. Is, red dwarf my favorite <laughs> <laughs> you understand Craig Charles like I, I'm English and I struggle to understand him he's got this Liverpoolian accent is so thick 
Oh, thank you. Yeah. I like Beatles. No, yes, because he was in Coronation Street. That's why. That's yeah. why I was confused. Yeah, um, he's a scout. But yeah, because I know Mexico have been on for quite a bit, but you, you mentioned that you were going to want to do a, a card reading for us as well. So I think oh, that might right. be quite, quite, quite okay. interesting there. Yes, yes. <gasps> use my. Oh, wow. Look how beautiful this was a, that is. My last Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And um, this is an Oracle deck. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a book that goes with. So, you know, you're talking about writing, Sam. So, you know, this <laughs> this is my writing. But, you know, like like you said, it, it's wow. like just right here. And then oh, there's art wow. there. So it wasn't sequential. Yeah. And it's. You know, I could read from the book when you get the card, but then I could first. I'd like to do just intuitive um, reading. Um, I I told you before we started uh, taping. I started reading tarot when I was eight years old. I got very curious. I found the deck in the house, mm-hmm. um, and ever since then, I've been teaching myself. I started on the basic um, tarot deck, the the uh, the uh, Smith Rider deck. Smith Rider weight deck. They have I, a lot of names for it now. I have that deck. My husband got me a deck um, a couple of years ago because I'm I am yeah. really interested. But I've started moving on to Moon um, Moon. I don't know if it's the right word. Moon Oracle cards. And There's I'm just so many now. Yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm just start, I'm getting more into that side because tarot really was like what's what I'm looking for. It was overwhelming. There's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot to take in, and with there the moon, is. it wasn't that hard. With the tarot, when I do, um, and, and there are divination pledges on my Kickstarter, and it, it is uh, a session about an hour, hour and a half. Um, I always start with my first tarot deck, but I still have it right here, and I call that my foundation because mm-hmm. um, I, I feel that each deck has like a personality and that deck to me is very harmonic, very straight <laughs> like, let's look at this here are the facts, here's this, that and the other thing, and I'm very um, like emotional, you know mm-hmm. I'm very Luna Love Goody mm-hmm. and so um, I, I read empathically so um, anything that I'm seeing, it's not that you don't know It's Mm -hmm. only that I'm connecting with you Mm -hmm. and I'm sort of becoming a mirror and I'm trying to help you see something that needs to be seen or Mm -hmm. like you're feeling something. So it's what's calling, you know, to you. So who wants to be first? I feel like Sam does. Yeah, I do. Please. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So Sam, Mm -hmm. um, when is your birthday? 13th of July. 13th of July? Mm-hmm. So you're a cancer? Yes. Well, that's why you're always crying. Yes. <laughs> I'm a very sensitive moon. soul. Yeah, my moon, my Venus, my Mars, and cancer. So I feel you, Mama. All right, so what this this deck is called To the Heart of Bliss. So these these entities that are here in my deck, they're here to guide you. So the card that I pull, it's a message. It's a spark, mm-hmm. something for you. Oh, this one right here. Oh, you got 
the dark forest fairy. Oh, so it's very goth for some, yes? So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would say so. And I would say that she is my most goth fairy. Now I'm going to read. She is like a little owl. See? No, it's an owl is my bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that card is beautiful as well. That is stunning. Thank you. I'm going to read it first from my book. Oh, mm-hmm. no, let me do the, the intuitive. Okay. Um, the Dark Forest Fairy is usually when you're starting to feel like you're in a place, like you're lost in a, in a forest. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just like in a fairy tale and and like, it's scary. You don't know what's what you're in a whole new place. And this is the moment where you take a a moment and breathe and then reach out for wisdom that you've heard in your past given, you know, like a grandmother or someone that you really trusted. And that will help you guide you through that fear and push you ahead down the path it'll start getting brighter right now it may seem dark but it's okay because there's nothing there that can harm you you are being watched over um so let me let me read it i'm not actually i'm getting a little weird inside so i I should probably just go with that um i'm trying to hold it together here by the way (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying, you know, uh, it's okay. It's like, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't move away from you. I would hug you at this point because this is a point where um, we need the wisdom from someone else who's gone through it. And we need the tenderness of that person. And it is a female energy that I feel Mm -hmm. that uh, wishes to to do this or, or you need it. It needs to be that. And I feel grandmother, grandmother, grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me read it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you tell me, or, or you keep it to yourself. You don't have to tell me anything, really. Um, okay, so this is the Dark Forest Fairy. Call on the Dark Forest Fairy if you ever find yourself in an unfamiliar wood or you feel lost in a dark place, call to her and she will bring you the wisdom from the webs of the past. So I, I, I just, but the, the intuitive thing is like, I want to hug you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need that. Um, <laughs> it, makes a, it makes a lot of sense. I don't really want to go too much. Into don't it. I, mind to- do, I don't mind doing it off camera, but not too much into it here. Um, just because I don't want to bring the mood down. <laughs> um, no, no problem. It makes absolute, like, it's very much ringing true with us. Like, and, almost and too it's, true. Like, very, like, it's very, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's important that when you do feel that you don't know, that it's okay. Because we don't come with a rule book, you yeah. know? It, it's so human not to know. It's okay. So don't beat yourself up for not knowing, you know, and there are people that, that, you know, their hearts are full and they want to share, you know, so it's a, it's okay. It's okay. Yay. Thank you. That was really sweet. Oh, all right. You okay there, Sammy? I'm good. All right. Who's next? Who's brave enough to be next? I'll let the lovely Charlotte go next, bless her. Uh, Ah, 
<laughs> okay, Charlotte. So we're going to find your card. I don't know why I thought of a bunny. Oh, she's got kind of ears going over her head there. If you look at the bookshelf, it looks like she's got <laughs> <of> ears. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This is your card, Charlotte. Oh! <laughs> this is so funny that I thought of a bunny. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of got Charlotte's face. <laughs> this is This is one of my wild cards. If you only get my deck, you you will have to look at this card and you have to just feel what you feel when you look at them. Mm -hmm. Um, But in my book, I have a little bit of what it means. Those are my feral fairies. She's definitely feral. They're they're more like um, like uh, elementals or, or, or little little creatures that grow from you know just nature and feelings and um that one is the representation of sweet companionship oh yeah just like it doesn't matter um what you look like it doesn't matter that you know you're not human (laughs) (laughs) Or you're not from this earth. Yeah. And you will meet another soul that might be from this earth. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> you'll just have the best connection. Mm-hmm. And you'll just silently have each other's backs. Yeah. You know? So that's so, that, that's, that's so weird. Um, I got engaged about a month ago, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, muscle time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we we had to send the ring back, and I've just picked it up today. Oh, um, and got it back, and that that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that this is a marriage of 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 like this really soul friendship. You know, yeah, my it, my other half is a part of the group. And I, I probably don't see it enough, but he is, he took a lot on when, when we got together with, with all my health problems. And I, yeah. I've never felt as safe as I do with him ever with it's anybody. Very, <laughs> very beautiful. Very beautiful. Uh, he's a giant though. He's about seven foot tall. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's oh. twice my size. Yeah. That's so sweet. It says something when I'm five nine and he can tower over me. Wow, you're very tall. I'm very tall. You're an Amazon. Oh, yes, yes I am. <laughs> you're like Bodica Amazon. Oh my God, this just keeps getting better. <laughs> oh, little Charlotte. Oh. That's so sweet. Yeah, I feel it's a very sweet energy when it. I, I actually, I saw that little entity when I was doing a meditation. I, mm. I sometimes see like these little fairies and whatnot. <laughs> I'm a huge <laughs> Brian Froud and Wendy Froud fan. Cool. So they inspired me a lot. <laughs> Why did I know that? All name? right, Paul, you're next. Okay. Hey, let's get this one. See, see, grumpy old man, shall we say? <laughs> you know. Cult leader. Cult leader. <laughs> 
Very. This one's yours. Oh, oh my God. I knew this was going to be it. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> I, okay. I know you're not in my head. Okay. Right. I know you're not. But there's times where, you know, it's like, I see, uh, I see this. I was like, oh, Paul's going to get that. And then you got it. I know I can't prove it, which pisses me off. (laughs) Because, you know, a lot of people think I'm a little, you know, to begin with. So, but you'll get get on well with us. Is that a badger? uh, I, no, it's a puffin. All right. Uh, Sorry. All right. Yes. Yes. Wanderer. The wanderer. Now, first, I'll preface this by, um, well, that was weird, <laughs> by saying I I um, was inspired by this this Instagram model, and um, but before I found her, I, I kept thinking, well, what if Gandalf was a woman, right? You know, yeah. and that really inspired me. Like, mm-hmm. I I love. It's not that I want to change anything, but like what if I created something you know Mm. and and she was like the wandering wizard right okay and then I have no idea but I thought and what if her companion was a puffin yes (laughs) (laughs) so I I know that I I researched it but I'm gonna read to you from the book what the wandering the wanderer means Mm um okay the wanderer is there a restlessness in your soul do you crave adventure meditate on the wandering wizard she surely will have the proper advice about how to prepare for your journey your planned path could be on foot or through dreams or thought however you travel you must prepare she will encourage you to make a plan wear comfy clothes and take items that will assist you Perhaps choose a reliable companion, as she has. The right one will enhance your expedition. The wrong one may cloud your experience. So be wise where your foot falls or your mind flows. And who walks and talks with you? On your wandering, you may find yourself face to face with the wizard. Who knows? what? After what you've seen and learned, you may have some new wisdom you can share with her. Life is an adventure. Enjoy the preparation of it. Enjoy the experience of it and the recollection of it. Prepare and share. Yeah, quite a lot because, like I say, I was in a relationship before my wife where I was quite shackled and, like I say, I was told that basically everything I did wasn't good enough or I couldn't do certain things. So when I got out of that relationship and met my wife, we have and do go on many adventures. So we do try and like, like say things and um, even like the adventure that of doing these type of things, she's kind of pushed, pushed and guided me to, to try and do it. Cause to be honest, I've got no balls. So I've, I, I am, a, I am chicken shit when it comes to trying new things and stuff. So she's kind of pushed and like say it again, not to say she's my partner, but Sam, like see my partner in crime, uh, has pushed me to do the podcast as well. Where we wouldn't <laughs> pushed, have forced him. Where we wouldn't be talking to the wonderful Holly now if if uh, she didn't uh, force me into this and have this amazing idea to, like I say, talk shit on a Sunday or Friday night. 
I think what I think, and I think, you know, this is the perfect connection. And uh, what I feel I need to, to share is that um, she is obviously your puffin uh, mm-hmm. who's, who's encouraging you, but to, to get over that fear and, mm-hmm. and that negative self-talk, which I don't like. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I mean, I, it's not that it's, it's offensive. It's I don't like it because I don't, I don't think that it's benefiting you. And I think that you are way more courageous than, than you allow yourself to believe. And that I'm, I'll just give you a hack over here is I feel that the preparation if you focus on the preparation of, and I'm going to use the word minutia because I learned that word from Guardians of the Galaxy and I love it so much. <laughs> the minu- the minutia. I think when you focus on that, you will forget that negative stuff you say that I will not repeat. Um, so you organize, you figure out the, the, the details get lost in that because there's something very like um like like very dopamine hits you know yes. like oh you picked yeah. out i love this shirt i'm gonna wear this shirt i'm good the mm-hmm. little details and then all of a sudden the adventure happens yeah no and, I mean, and it'll happen yeah. no I, I i completely get like as you said with the last weekend gone we planned to do the like say the panel and everything and I know like say I talked about it before but it was just the, the after effect afterwards it was so overwhelming and like I say it did take us a few days to actually recover after it it was just mm-hmm. crazy so exactly like, I can understand like you do get the highs but uh, yeah I'll, I'll try and stop with the negative stuff so yeah I'll, I'll take that on <laughs> well, board. No, no, no. there is no try there is no, no try, try. <laughs> there's either do or do not no, I, I mean, I, I, I might be sounding a little that, but mm-hmm. it, it's more that, um, you know, I, I see your spark, I see your talent, and I, and, and like I said, I, I want to be a mirror, I'm mirroring mm-hmm. the positive, and, and I also see that you, you don't take <laughs> compliments easily. It does not. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't mean to embarrass you. No, no, it's it's it's, it's 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 fine. Don't worry. Like I said, it's just I think, um, it's just the way I, I, I am. I guess. And that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I guess I feel like it's almost like I'm an owl. I have a message, yes. I, and I have to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't mean to embarrass you or anything oh, like worry. that. But I just oh, think oh. that you're doing a great job, and if anything. If you could get lost in the minutia, that mm-hmm. may, um, you may kind of, that other mm-hmm. difficult stuff may yeah. just, it'll get distorted. It, it, mm-hmm. it won't be in your eyesight. You'll be yeah. so focused. Mm-hmm. Makes me on... so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. Oh, thank you. Okay, you made yeah. that happy. I'm really happy. <laughs> oh my god! I got to say one more thing. Hogfather. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yes. Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett. Yes. yes. Oh. Not enough people here in America have seen the Hogfather. I play the last, you know, clip where he's describing belief mm-hmm. over and over again. It's yeah. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So. You know, time since I've watched this. Uh, I... What a and and she's also in Downton Abbey. I'm like, 
Best granddaughter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I think, but I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's what we're trying to do. Like I say, we're trying, as I said, when you join the Facebook group, when you were asking about what we try and do, it's about promoting positivity and getting rid of the negativity that yeah. does come with a lot of fandoms, which oh, a lot yeah. of us has seen. And we do try and keep that side of it yeah. as far as we're, I know we joke and, and carry on and like we'll wind each other up, but we do love each other oh, in, in, our, in our own little ways. Hundred percent. Our main our main message has always been, and it's and I didn't do this disclaimer this week because I didn't feel that it was needed. But in the in the disclaimer, I always say we keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism, and it's something I really strongly believe in. There is too much of it out there to where it, it's it's just a nasty place to be involved in. And this is mm. why it's like the main mm. like my main thing of the group anyway. Yeah. But I like say I like having a bit crack. But um Holly, I, I know, like I say, looking at the time, we've been on for nearly an hour and a half, bless you. Uh, uh, so thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, Just being able to nerd out with you guys and, and share. Like I said, I feel like an eight-year-old and I'm sharing like <laughs> the drawing oh. I did. And Will you please put this up on your refrigerator, please? Oh, <laughs> please go to my Kickstarter <laughs> pledge so I can yes. send you a gift. Don't worry. I'll, I'm just going to put the picture on the YouTube channel again. So just, just tell us about your Kickstarter again one more time, Holly. So one kick oh, that. It, it is the uh, Vampirella um would i did i call it the gigantic four inch <laughs> enamel pin yes. um yes and it, it is an illustration based on my mm-hmm. can you see it so beautiful yes, so beautiful my ode to nagel mm-hmm. um and we got t-shirts, we have pins, we have a two-inch pin so you can wear that and frame the four-inch one because it's going to be, like, big. Yeah. And uh, we've got some comic add-ons um, mm-hmm. and uh, have original artwork. Jim had original artwork, but it was all grabbed up. Yeah. Um, let's see. We'll just go. There's so <laughs> just much. Go. Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely put, we'll put a link to all the Kickstarter and like the website on, on the video as and well. Your Instagram so, and yeah. Facebook and anywhere that anyone can reach you, we will we will do it, Holly. But but Holly, you've, you. abs- you've absolutely made our day for coming on. So oh, thank you so much. You my thank my you heart so is so full and I am so inspired and oh <laughs> I'm gonna go and cry. <laughs> <laughs> so what we'll do we'll just wrap Thank up a you. little bit now so um again like say follow us on uh our like say facebook page the nerdy up north community uh, instagram twitter um wherever it is now uh tiktok, TikTok i don't like tiktok um oh, no, you, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you followed me on my tiktok <laughs> i do i do uh, that's cause, laura uh, because Laura, <laughs> Laura keeps telling us we need to do more things to get out there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> please subscribe, like our videos on YouTube, uh, hit the bell. Um, like I say, you can find us on most uh, like platforms like Spotify, iTunes. Uh, but if you want the full experience, check us out on YouTube. Then you see our lovely faces. Um, and on Sunday, we are doing another episode where me, Sam and Laura are reviewing Stranger Things. So we are trying to fire Ooh. through that tomorrow night. Uh, so the last two episodes, so we're going to do a talk on our thoughts on the big spoilers and big things. So that is going to be a spoiler episode. Yeah, so I don't think, I don't, oh 
I don't think uh, anyone's ready for the emotional level that I'm about to bring to that episode. <laughs> it's going to go down. Laura. <laughs> I know. Oh, Laura's just as bad. <laughs> yeah. But, but again, thank you so much. Like, you, you don't do, know Holly. how much this means to us, Holly. Like, say, this, this means a lot. So thank you. Oh. Yeah. It meant a lot to find your group. I, I I totally felt where you were coming from and I felt so happy and comfy. And... Can, I, can I ask how you found the group? Because it still baffles me how, how we've got such an event. Was it you? I, I stalked her on Instagram. <laughs> please, please join the I think I sent you a message saying, no. please, please join our Facebook group. So, yeah. Did you? I think I, I, think I did. You were like, oh, hi. And I think we got talking for about, like a day or something then they were like oh yeah i'll come and join and they're like you showed us all your artwork i was like wow but yeah i stalked you for a bit on instagram sorry oh, <laughs> so, so natural I, I i probably and i always i always check back if someone likes any of my art i always look to see you know where oh you know vet it Mm-hmm. And I saw all your stuff. I was like, oh, this looks like so much fun. So, yeah. Yes. Everyone, you got to join these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But um, Thank you. No problem. So anything else, guys, you want to add or are you happy? Cool. No. Right. So same no. bat channel, same <laughs> Same bat, same bat time, same bat channel. I forgot the words there. So yeah. Ah, stay nerdy, everyone. Ah, oh, no. oh. Bye. 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 Bye.